Welcome back to Enlighten Up. You are listening to episode 11, Crystals, Atlantis, and Mike's Moneymaker. Today we are going to discuss all things crystals. And of course, you can't talk about crystals without getting into a little bit of detail about our lost city, Atlantis. But before we get into the crystals and the lost city, we are going to hear from Michael and a little story about how one little crystal has become his moneymaker. So let's jump right into the episode and hear what he has to tell us. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Enlighten Up. We are on episode 11, and I know that we all love the number 11 since it's such a great number. Uh, How are you guys doing, Lisa and Michael? Doing well. I am just... Fantastic. I know you're in a really good mood today. We're we're, we're all set up to uh, knock this one out of the park with you. <laughs> I shouldn't be complaining though. It is early in the earlier in the morning for you guys than for me. I know this is the earliest I've ever recorded this podcast. Yeah. I know 8 a.m. We're just wow, go-getters. <laughs> well, we're so excited today because our topic since we briefly touched on it in episode 10 with Heather Uh, is crystals. So um, she was talking about how crystals, she calls them minerals, um, which is true because the crystals belong to the mineral kingdom. We have the plant kingdom, the animal kingdom, and the mineral kingdom. And so crystals belong to our mineral kingdom. And um, so I know that, Michael, you've been uh, doing a little bit more research on crystals and you've had a few experiences, so you thought this might be a good podcast to... uh, kick off. So do you want to uh, enlighten us with anything that uh, has come your way lately? Um, I'm, you know, ever since you guys started you know, like throwing around rocks and, and uh, claiming they're, they're basically, I, I originally thought that you guys really refer to the crystals and, and things like that as good luck charms when I first um, was introduced to the idea. I never understood it because I used to see uh, uh, some random people in my, even my own company bring rocks to the meeting and set rocks down in front of them with their, you know, stress mints and coffee or whatever. And I'm like, what the hell are they doing? I'm like, why are you bringing in like random, you know, dirt and rocks in my opinion? So I was really, con- I never even knew until really what you guys were telling me, I don't know, six, seven months ago. <clears throat> and, but oh, actually, no, I take that back. I forgot. I got a reading like, Two years ago, a reading from a, uh, a psychic, uh, and I never would do this, never ever. But my friend, like, basically forced me into the car, drove me over there. Yeah, and, you like, had a gun to car. your head, right? Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I was gonna say that doesn't sound like something a skeptic would do. Yeah, exactly. Right. So yeah, I, I, and and then left. So I had no choice but to get a reading <laughs> to see what's going on. Uh, which was a very interesting reading. Perhaps I can tell, talk about that later. But she highly recommended to me to get, uh, what, do you, what do you guys call the clear crystal? The quartz crystal? Is that what it is? There's yes. a few clear ones, but the clear quartz is one of the major, like, main ones that people get. Right. And so I, 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 got, the, I, I got the rock. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, put it in my pocket and, and left. And, and she did mention during the reading, though, that, I would really have, and this is going to sound probably, I'm trying not to make this sound as bad as it sounds, but I will have no problems with money for the rest of my life as long as like, uh, you know, like 
everything's going well and, and in fact money's going to come to me. I'm like, oh, well, isn't that nice? <laughs> you know? But I'm like, and I'm like thinking, oh, isn't that great? A psychic telling me good news and wants me to come back. <laughs> I want a psychic that goes, oh, tomorrow you're going to just like run into someone's car and like, you know, break your arm, you know, something like that. But it's always good news and sunshine when you go to psychics. Not always. I, I, I know I, from I, what I've heard from like my, the people, I'm not talking about you guys. I'm talking about from the people that uh, I've known that gone to psychics before. It's always been like nothing but sunshine. Uh, yeah, but I know you have had stories in the past where, I don't know about you, but yeah, they're not the best news all the time. Um, but anyway, so I grabbed the rock and, and sure enough, Money hasn't really been a challenge, and yes, I've gotten and I've been probably making more money year after year ever since, which is like two years ago, but like more money than I expected. Um, and so I was cracking up because I was telling Nicole last week uh, about my story with the quartz crystal lately, because I literally, guys, I'm still not on the the what we're gonna be talking about later in this podcast. I'm still not on the train of like, oh my gosh, this is doing something magical. I I really do feel like it's the power of suggestion. Um, so, but with that being said, I still carry the damn rock around just in case. <laughs> yeah. It's not like you're leaving that on the side of the road anytime soon. <laughs> exactly. And so, and so about a month ago, uh, I had a friend of mine drop me off at the airport. <clears throat> and so she picked me up at my car and I, I pile up my bags in her car and, uh, I'm, I'm about to leave and I literally am sitting in her car and we're about to pull away. I'm like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. She's like, what? I'm going to hold on. And I jump out and run to my car and grab my rock. And I bring it back. And she goes, what the hell is that? I go, it's, it's my rock. <laughs> she goes, what is it for? I go, I don't know. It just, I go, it just makes me money somehow. <laughs> and, and like, Did literally. Did I tell you to get the rock? I missed that part. No. What's that? I missed the part. So the psychic tell you to... No, the psychic gave me the rock. I like, oh. like, like, like a handout. Like, here you go, because I was gonna buy a damn rock. So she gave me the rock, and 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 it's a you know the quartz crystal. I just call it the rock. And um and so when I'm telling my friend, it's just I don't know. It just makes me money somehow. Literally, my phone uh, didn't alert for uh, my Airbnb because I Airbnb my my home out here in Florida when I'm especially when I'm gone because I travel so much. And so I was going to travel last month for three weeks, literally got a, a message that someone wants to stay in my place for like uh, 12 days out of the three weeks right there. And like, well, there's another you know, uh, $1,200 or $1,300 or whatever I was charging. And I see, I told you. And she like looks at me and she looks at the rock and she looks at my, my text message or whatever. And she was like, I want one of those. <laughs> That's I'm like, interesting. No, mine. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I, you know what? I, I don't know because it's not like, from what I understand, it's not like clear quartz crystal is meant to bring no, people money. You know, like so, like I don't know if the psychic put a little uh, spell on a crystal or something. <laughs> maybe I mean it, it maybe, but like whatever it is, like I said, it just seems like it's been working, but maybe the psychic just is really good at being psychic and gave me a rock to, to, to boot. Uh, that knows? or some, for some reason, clear quartz crystal works really well with you. Like you guys are, you guys are like partners in crime. <laughs> right. And, 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 and which opened up the door to Nicole taking me out to the crystal shop. <laughs> like, and she goes, 
pick out a rocks. I'm like, what are you talking about, Nicole? I don't know how to pick. She's like, just, you know, you'll find things that just talk to you or gravitate towards you. Those are the ones. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so anyway, fun story. The psychic actually was really good. I keep meaning to go back to her because uh, she said some things about uh, random events that haven't happened uh, at the time that were going to happen to me. For example, she talked about um, how I'm going to have some major problems with car tires. And I'm like, okay. Which, I like that. It's specific enough for me. I can look out for something that happening with car tires. And so, two weeks after my reading, um, I'm, I'm driving my friend's car back after, because uh, she was like, uh, she, she was drunk at the bar, so I drove her car back. To, I'm not going to name her name. <laughs> anyway, um, so I drove her car back, and uh, literally, I don't. Maybe it would have been better if she drove home. I don't know because I was sober. But like, I uh, ran over a curb at 50 miles per hour in her car and just stripped her left side of her tires completely, like jammed up off of her car. And I get out of the car and I'm looking at these tires, and it's like again, it's like two weeks after the reading. And like one, I had like this feeling like, oh my god, like that was weird. Whose whose phone just dinged like that? Oh, it was my computer. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, but that was like the perfect timing. <laughs> I got a text. That, was that was that my like bell? Like okay, yes. my enough talking. It's our turn. It's like the light bulb. It's like I saw you. You know how they they put the light bulb in a um, an image to someone's head on a movie or something. Right, TV? right, right. Yeah, and then the. the <laughs> So, I, yeah, I got out of the car, and I'm, like, looking at the car, and, yeah, I just got in, like, in kind of a minor middle accident, and I'm, like, going, damn it, this is going to cost me some serious money. But then I'm going, tires, oh, and it just, you get these, like, little shivers that go down your back, and you're going, and then you're, like, that, I'm not sure if that psychic is, like, you know, part devil or part angel or something. She's, anyway, she's... that's my story, guys. <laughs> that's my story about The Rock. Well, okay, so, very interesting story. Obviously, it's doing something for you um and well let's 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 get down to the basics and talk about what crystals actually are and why wait 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 before we get to the basics i'm sorry to interrupt no but do you guys have like stories too that that oh, kind of like are kind of like cool stories with your you know whatever the heck you guys have your rocks because i know this plural <laughs> Yeah, I've uh, I've got a few stories. I'm pretty sure Lisa has some too. I'm not sure if I've uh, heard any of your guys' stories. I don't I don't know if I really have any stories about crystals. I mean, other than use you know using them in in meditation and and feeling like um, you know they're helping like my third eye open like you know feeling a lot of pressure in my third eye when I hold them and I meditate and. Well, um, you you see the energy coming off of crystals, so don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do. I, I do see the energy coming out of them. So describe what describe what you, what you see. see. Yeah, it looks like vapors. It's like when I look at them, and not all the time, but um, I see like vape like vapors coming coming out of them. Like I can see the energy that's coming out of them. Oh my gosh! Wait, 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 wait! We actually have a story. So Lisa and I. We went, we went to go see the solar eclipse in Wyoming, but before we did, we decided to spend a day in Steamboat Springs in, uh, in Colorado, and there was a crystal shop there, 
And so, of course, you know, we were all about like wanting to go into this crystal shop. So I get in there and I, of course, am gravitating toward. I actually found a really cool crystal that was just calling my name since I got in that store. But when Lisa walked in, because I'd been there for about 10 minutes before Lisa came in, I looked over. Lisa comes through the door and there's a massive, massive amethyst um, crystal that's probably... I would say half the size of me, um, you know, near the door. And she, it's like, she comes through the door and it's like this energy wave hits her and she like gets thrown back and like her neck snaps and she, <laughs> it's like, she goes, whoa. And yeah, literally like, um, I mean, it snapped my neck. Like it was the hugest, like, just like I got hit by lightning. It was like, whoa as I came through the door, so. Oh, okay, well, no, 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 I'm confused. <laughs> you walk through the door, you see half a Nicole sitting there in an Amesis, and you had like a reaction, like, like was it like just looking at it was like? It, I, was... No, I actually, when Nicole said there was Amethyst there, I mean, I saw that, but I wasn't focused on it at all. I just walked into the crystal shop, and I think just because of all, you know, the energy coming off all the crystals in that shop, there were so many. Um, <laughs> beautiful crystals there it just the energy just hit me and I I usually start speaking light language as soon as I walk into a crystal shop that just happens um but this time it was just a, a huge you know burst of energy came through me but didn't didn't you have um okay so this is also funny she had a really sore neck all morning and it's like she couldn't like straighten out her neck. It was really sore and her neck cracked when she got jolted like that. And all of a sudden her neck felt better. Yes, it did. It, Cause it was, you know, you try to crack your neck, but it was way, way up at the top, like the very first vertebrae. And um, when I got the jolt, my head, you know, went like back like forward and then back really fast. And all of a sudden my neck just went clunk. And so, I was like, oh, wow, I feel better. It's like the crystals so, chiropractically adjusted you. <laughs> yeah. So like a jolt, like, like, like feeling like electric type jolt. Um, it's just, it's hard to explain. Like even when I speak light language, I get jolts of energy. Like <laughs> I look like I have Tourette's or epilepsy or something. Sometimes I sitting there and I just, I don't know. I just get this wave of energy that comes through me and it, it makes me jump. Like I just sort of jump. You sure you don't have Tourette's? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that happens. Then I start spewing light language. So, I mean, I guess maybe I just have Tourette's. Maybe it's not light language. <laughs> maybe you have spirit. All right, folks, we just debunked everything. And that's the end of our podcast series. Okay. So, okay. Let's, let's talk about what crystals actually are though. So. Oh, my bad. Um, they're not just rocks. And I know like, uh, one of my girlfriends had bought a bunch of crystals for all of her friends at Christmas last year. And she gave them to some of her friends and her friends were like, Oh, you're giving me rocks. That's nice. <laughs> but they're not rocks. So let's kind of get clear on what crystals are <laughs> and, um, why, so many people use them, um, for healing and, and other things. So, uh, like, like I said in the beginning, crystals are minerals, so they're part of the mineral kingdom, but I think it's important to know that not all minerals are crystals, right? 
So um, a little bit of science uh, description of them. So they're um, like minerals are solid at north, uh, uh, sorry, at uh, normal um, earth temperatures and they're naturally occurring. Um, so they're not man-made. Um, and crystalline, the word crystalline, it means like that molecules are arranged in an orderly repeating geometric pattern. So like that's what crystalline means. Uh, so there's like a geometric pattern within the crystal uh, that forms. And if anyone's heard of sacred geometry and shapes like that, there's, and I mean, and that's, you can see sacred geometry through all religions and um, uh, ancient civilizations, the use of that. You, you see it in um, crop circles and things like that. So there's a huge energetic tie into the geometric shapes uh, and things like that. So they, in each crystal, um, has its own properties and there are a lot of healing properties that go within each crystal. And, uh, I, I know that's like Heather was mentioning in the last episode that she uses them to keep her children healthy or heal them if they get like a flu or a cold and she puts them on their, on chakras. So certain crystals actually have um, energies that align with particular chakras on your body, which are the energy vortexes, the seven main energy vortexes within your body. Um, so there are certain crystals that will align and, um, they're like, you know, you have different colors and so the colors align with the, with the colors of the chakras. So there's definitely some tie in there. Um, and crystals, like if we think about it, Back in ancient times, you think back to Egypt, um, any kind of royalty, you know, they were, they, you know, jewels were huge, like the rubies and emeralds were highly coveted, but it was not just because they were expensive. Why do we think they were expensive? Um, it's because there were, they believed that there were certain properties when crystals that would keep them healthy or bring them um, riches or, or things like that. There were a lot of reasons why uh, ancient civilizations and uh, different royalties would keep the jewels um, within them or have them on their crowns or have them in their armor. Things like that would be for protective reasons. It would be for spiritual connection reasons, for health reasons. So uh, this dates back thousands and thousands of years, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of years um, where crystals have been used. So um, that's kind of like a little, like at least a little mini um, description of the crystals. Lisa, do you have anything you want to add to that? Uh, no, I, I think you, you did a good job. I mean, um, one, some things I took some notes on just crystals, but I found this interesting. Just crystals are the quintessential expression of the element of ether or spirit, which is synonymous with universal life force energy, the fundamental energy that sustains all forms of energy in the known universe. So, I mean, I just think I didn't know anything about crystals really Nicole, until I met you when I started, you know, buying them and looking into them and using them. And I didn't really, I didn't realize that they held, you know, consciousness and that they held energy like they do. I, I just really had no idea. And, um, you know, we're, our bodies are crystal based as well. So 
from what I understand. Well, they're, they're carbon. Tablets. Our bodies are carbon based, but they're turning over to crystal based. Turn, right. Yeah. They're turned in, in over to correct. So, I mean, I'm just amazed at how similar to, you know, just like humans and the energy that we carry, that these crystals actually carry energy as well. And that Arkansas is one of the main places that they're mined. Uh, it's the largest, um, yeah, Arkansas has the largest um, deposit of crystals uh, and which, you know, Lisa and I are going to get into because we're really excited. We're planning a trip to Arkansas in a few weeks and we're actually going to do some video diaries of it and we're going specifically for this crystal reason. Um, but oh, like, okay, so before we get into Arkansas, because that, that, that's a good, um, that's a good lead in for uh, talking about Atlantis and the use of crystals during Atlantis times. So we all know about Atlantis and it's like, uh, you know, the lost city. Did it exist? Did it not exist? And uh, there's, um, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of channeled messages out there that talk about what Atlantis was, um, you know, and uh, how they used crystals. And Atlantis was believed to be the time where our civilization was the most spiritually advanced it ever has until this particular point in life where we are right now, which actually we're starting to um, to move beyond that. The, the energy, the consciousness of the planet right now is rising and the energy coming into levels that actually weren't even seen during the Atlantean times, according to um, other people. Uh, and so maybe we could talk about, um, you know, how, why they use crystals, how they use crystals, uh, what crystals were saved and how like the, you know, there's a, there, if you, it's like when Heather said in the last episode, if you seek, you shall find, uh, there is a lot of information out there about Atlantis. And I know that I've had several meditations where I am shown crystal caves. I was shown massive crystals below the earth. Um, and I've watched myself. There was a, I had a meditation where I was brought into a cave with this enormous clear crystal um, that just stood like stories and stories high in the water. And I was like on this little boat and I'm standing looking at this crystal and I could feel like I could see the radiation, like not the radiation, but the energy coming off of it. And I watched myself morph into a completely different person. My eyes, my eyes got wider set. They became more almond shaped. My hair grew long and changed color. My clothes changed. It was like watching that Michael Jackson video um, where everyone's like morphing into the, the next person, you know, like changing. So I literally watched myself and I think I was shown a past life from Atlantis. And I've been told this by different psychics, I guess you could say, that I was a um, crystal healer um, during the Atlantean times. Whether that's true or not, you know, still remains to be, I guess, could be debated many ways. But um in my meditation. You can't I, scientifically prove it is what you're saying. Yeah, you can, yeah, I can't, I can't scientifically prove it, but the meditations that I've had and what I've seen and then the messages that come in uh, make me feel like that's very accurate. Um, so 
Let's just talk about crystal use because during the Atlantean times, that was that was the golden period, you know. It was when we had their highest level of light consciousness ever achieved on the earth plane. And they used crystals for in a very high technology way. Uh, you know, they were basically powering their entire city and islands because there were there were three main islands and two smaller islands. And so, you know, they used these the crystal energy to it was as a power grid, so to speak. And uh, there were on the island of Poseidon. Uh, there was, that was the really spiritual, um, island. That's where all like the, the high learning was. That's where all the healers were, the, the priestesses, the priests, the scientists, so to speak, what we, we would call today. And, uh, there were healing temples with massive crystals in them. And, uh, they say like that it was the, the electromagnetic energies they spiraled up from the Earth's core here and created this almost like a vortex of energy that allowed the crystals to be like really powerful. And so they use the temples for healing and, and all of that. So what, like, let's just kind of talk a little bit about that. Well, they've been using it, like you said, since, you know, you know, way back in Egyptian times. And the, I know that, I mean, anyone can read the history on on crystals, but you know, the Mayans use them, the Indians use them, like turquoise has been, is really sacred for the Indians. And, you know, they even crush them up and, and use them like in Egyptian times for, um, you know, drinking, drinking the Kool-Aid, mm-hmm. <laughs> the crystal Kool-Aid and just, you know, believe that there's so much protection. Um, I read that amethyst means, I thought Michael might like this one. Amethyst means not drunken and it's <laughs> It's used to prevent drunkenness and hangovers. I wished I had some of that the other night. <laughs> Good to know. Well, so, amethyst is also known as the humility I, I crystal. Need, that means I need to go back to that shop that you guys saw, the amethyst that was half the size of Nicole, and that's probably the one I need to get. You like just need to crawl inside that, that crystal. Exactly. <laughs> Live inside of it. Well, well, what else is this used for, you said? Uh, amethyst is known as the crystal of humility. So, um, that kind of makes sense. (laughs) Yes. But so like in the ancient times during the Atlantean times, um, they say the uses of the crystals were like all for benevolent use and it was for physical and emotional healing, rejuvenation, uh, sound and music enrichment, Uh, So it was kind of like crystalline musical instruments. They were used to amplify mental capacity. So like for meditation, downloading information, um, you know, which is kind of makes sense with what we talked about with the pineal gland last week. Um, They used it for teleportation, telekinesis. Uh, They built these underground tunnels and the way they were able to access them was like they were these hyperdimensional tunnels uh, created. So uh, they used the energy of the crystals to to do that. There was anti gravity. Uh, they they the crystals are also used like libraries. Like they store information. Uh, so think and and this is very true. So a lot of people may not understand this, but computers are made with crystals. There are crystal. Our computers are crystal tools. 
So um, that makes a lot of sense. So, uh, you know, crystals are used for storing information. And uh, they were also used to, the energy of the crystals was used for plant growth and farming, agriculture, that kind of stuff, weather control, um, any kind of communication. And also, like I mentioned before, like the power, power transmission. So um, that crystals have the ability to transfer energy, to retain it, to maintain its intensity and transmit it over long and great distances. So these are all like the, the, the uses that were, that were used in the Atlantean times. And, you know, before Atlantis fell and sunk, um, you know, they were aware that this was going to happen. And, uh, the, the more, I guess there was, from what I understand, from what I've read, uh, and these are, these are channeled messages that I'm getting this information from. So it's not like it's some lost text that is available to anyone to find it. it these are channeled messages. So, uh, that is left up to interpretation to our listeners on what they want to believe and don't believe. But, um, there are, the reason why Lisa and I are going to Arkansas, um, in a few weeks is because when Atlantis fell, it is said that not, they had about, there was, they had quite a few, obviously quite a few major crystals uh, that they used um, for all of the reasons that I had just mentioned, but they had some major great crystals and they were like, they're called the great temple crystals and they were not all lost when Atlantis fell because the, um, the all-knowing uh, people of Atlantis knew that this was going to happen and so they worked to to move the crystals deep below the Earth's surface through these multidimensional or like these hyperdimensional uh, interdimensional tunnels to various parts of the Earth. And uh, two of them are under where Arkansas is. And so there were three that were that were moved. One is called the Blue Crystal of Knowledge, um, and that one is said to be forty eight feet high and 12 feet in diameter. It uh, is said that it uh, kind of gives off this rainbow of silver, turquoise, and cobalt blue colors. And it, um, it activates within a sacred contract. So it holds the multidimensional wisdom and the knowledge of all the ages. And then there's also the emerald crystal of healing. And that is said to be below, below Mount Maga. And it's the, that is the heart center of the crystal vortex of Arkansas. And it is approximately 20 meters in height and five meters in um, diameter. And then the main one, the, the, like the, the big kahuna one that they say is the platinum crystal. And that is um, near Eureka Springs, which is where Lisa and I are planning to go. And um, that one is apparent, was said to be um, completely clear in color, but it projects a shimmering field of platinum silver, uh, which they say consists of um, subatomic par particle term bioplasma or something like that. But basically that's like a conscious field. And um, this crystal is said to bring forth like the higher dimensions and bring the completion of the divine feminine energy, which is coming through right now. Like that's what this, what that's the energy that we're in right now. It's like this, you know, it's bringing in the divine feminine energy that's been lost across the globe for thousands of years. It's been much more masculine energy and this energy is coming in to create the balance of feminine and masculine. And so, 
Um, this particular crystal, they say, is 100 meters in height, and it's super, super deep below the surface. And um, what happened is they were able to move these crystals through these interdimensional tunnels uh, and how they were able to move these things. Like, it's not like people are picking them up. Like We, we need to understand that this is not the way we see things done now. Um, the, the, there's the idea of telekinesis and, and being able to move things. And so whatever, whatever powers they had back then, they were able to move things. Just like when we think about the pyramids. How were the pyramids built? You know, there's no way that the, any human could could lift those things. So there has to be other powers involved that we just can't comprehend right now. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Skeptic time. Yay! Yeah, the pyramids is. There's so many ways you can build a pyramid. Humans, and I'm not. What do you mean? Like we don't know how the pyramids were built. <laughs> I know there's a lot of theories out there that aliens apparently dropped a pyramid off or two, but like it's literally easy to to man up and build a pyramid if you have to, especially when you got like thousands of slaves. Do, do, do you know how big the stones were? <laughs> yeah, well, you know how many, you know, like stones can be moved if you have enough manpower. And, you know, I, I, um... I just don't really buy in the fact that we don't know. Yeah, I don't think you've ever lifted one of those stones, so I'm going to say I, no. I'm not saying personally, but about a thousand me's running around with, no, with some rope, I don't think some so. hemp rope or whatever? Yeah, no. things can get done. No, I, I disagree with that. All right, well, I disagree with you. Well, that's fine. <laughs> um, so basically, yeah, so these crystals were, were there, and right now, so what happened was they were powered down before the great sinking of um, Atlantis and they were meant to come online as we would call it um, at during just in the last 10 years uh, five ten years so they started to come online I think around 2006 and this platinum crystal came online on the 11 portal of November 11th of um, 2011 and what's really interesting is I don't know if anyone remembers back in, um, I think it was January of 2012 when there were like a lot of birds that just fell out of the sky in Arkansas and just plummeted to the earth and died. Did you guys ever hear? I don't hear remember hearing that. Did you? I remember hearing that. Did you, do you, um, Michael, did you ever hear about that? Yeah. No. Oh, it was on the news. Like, you know, <laughs> So I'm not making this the, up. The, the news that we just said we don't watch normally or the other news? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, the, the mainstream media news. Um, yeah, so uh, anyway, so what happened is all these birds were flying over and then all of a sudden they just fell to the ground. And there's, there's you know, there's theories as to why. Oh, but... wait, 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 wait. Yes, I do remember this because it happened about the same time a bunch of dead fish showed up too. And people were freaking out thinking it was the apocalypse about to happen. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, I remember now. Yeah. So basically um, what happened is that um, the Wasn't birds... Wasn't their magnetic brains all kind of confused or something like that? Isn't that what the theory was? There was, according according to this theory, it was like a, and I don't know how to say this correctly, piezoelectric or piezoelectric. So I forgive me for if I, I've said it wrong. But it was basically a surge that released this crystal electric shockwave into the sky. And about 15,000 birds were temporarily stunned. 
and then fell to the earth and died from blunt trauma of the impact, like them falling to the earth. And there's also been unusual earthquakes that have taken place in Arkansas that don't make any sense to geologists because they're not happening on the fault lines um, where they typically would. So it's completely puzzling um, the, the geologists as to why these earthquakes are happening where they're happening. But it's being said that it's the result of the crystals activating in that area, which was, you know, for that one, it was around 2011. So um, Lisa and I are going to Arkansas to check out this energy vortex and um, see, <laughs> see what we feel. <laughs> so are these crystals that have been buried, you know, in, in Arkansas, are they supposed to rise again? Or, you know, you said they've been energized now. So what's... They're already active. They, they've all been... Everything's been active by 2012. The last one to come online was 2012. So all the crystals are active now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... In 2012, is that when, like, the feminine energy really started kicking up? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, if we talk about the Mayan calendar, everyone thought it was going to be, like you said, like the end of the world. Like, you know, Hollywood did a great job of trying to throw that story in our in our face. Oh, but, you know, it uh, wasn't... I, I have a story about that, too, by the way. <laughs> I get to that. But go on. Well, you know, the Mayan calendar was just, it, it does a 26,000 um, cycle count. Uh, you know, I've got tons of books on the Mayan calendar. I love the Mayan culture and, and, and all that. And so I, I knew that it had nothing to do with what was being um, pitched out to us by uh, the media and Hollywood through their movies. But, you know, it, basically all it was was it was ending us 20,000, a 26,000-year 26, cycle um, and bringing in what is called the golden age. And so that started in 2012, December 21st. And um, we are what we'd say called, we are now in the golden age, which is being, the last time it was seen was during this time of Atlantis. Uh, now, there are a lot of energies coming in towards the planet that um, if you're, any bit aware of like tuned into the spiritual community and um, all that you there are so many blogs and reports about it but there's also scientific facts about the energy coming in um so light carries energy crystals absorb light so they take in the energy just like our bodies um our bodies are turning from carbon-based bodies into crystalline bodies now uh, that's kind of what's happening as the consciousness of humanity is evolving. Our bodies are now um, starting to vibrate at higher frequencies, which is um, partially due to our bodies now becoming more crystalline in uh, the DNA. So that means they're having that orderly geometric um, patterning within them. And I don't know if... Okay, so many people you're probably... Little, you're getting a little heavy. Okay, so I, I'm going to just throw this out there. We actually have crystals in our brain. <laughs> so not just a pineal gland. We have crystals. Well, yeah, because the, it, where our pineal gland is being crystallized <laughs> from fluoride. Uh, yeah. That, Bad joke. Yeah. No. So we have... <laughs> Okay, you so, guys are not ready for cheesy jokes yet. Bring <laughs> totally some ready. damn coffee and throw a little whiskey in there, will ya? We need a cheesy joke right now. Yeah. 
Are you drinking yet? Cause... I think the caffeine's starting to kick in for me. That's the problem. Yeah, I know. I've already had my full cappuccino. I'm like buzzing right now. <laughs> anyway, keep going, Nicole. Sorry to throw you off. No, okay. So apparently we have three small crystals in our brain that, uh, or in our head, okay, that basically receive light language. And um, two of the crystals are located over your eyebrows. Um, direct... Some of my eyebrows have been so itchy. Yes, that's one like of the reasons. Before I started speaking light language, literally for weeks, I was I kept telling Nicole, my eyebrows are so itchy all the time. Yeah, yeah, and I and I, I mean a lot of our friends who are um, doing a lot of meditation and very into the spiritual journey uh, and raising their own vibrations, things like that, report this. So there are two crystals. If you go to your eyebrows and you're looking in the mirror and you look directly down where your pupils are, so right above, right in line with where your pupils are, above, like right at your eyebrows is where two crystals are located. Okay. And then the third one is located just below your hairline in line with your nose. Now there's also a recorder cell receiver crystal that is on the right side of your head. Now I have a little story to go with this. So last summer, um, when I was really starting to, no, sorry, it wasn't, it was last fall. I was really into my meditation. I was doing everything to, like, that I knew that I could to start raising my vibrations. My meditations were getting increasingly uh, visual uh, and starting to get messages, starting to tune in with guides and all that. And one day I was at the kitchen sink and I was washing dishes and all of a sudden on the right side of my head, I had this surge of pain, like just, it was almost like electric pain that was so debilitating I had to lie down. And I don't ever really get headaches. Like it's just, I've been really lucky and fortunate in my life. I just don't get headaches. Um, and, and so this really threw me off and I didn't know what was going on. And it wasn't until I started to do more research and find out about these um, crystals that I realized that my recorder cell receiver crystal was being activated um, and that I was starting to get, um, what happens is when we talk about crystals being libraries or being able to hold information, what happens is when we talk about the universe and all of the stuff that we can't see, there are our higher self, can download information into this recorder receiver crystal and all of a sudden you get information and you don't know how you got it. So all of a sudden you know something and you don't know. And Heather talked about this in the last episode. Do you guys remember that? Uh, vaguely. Yeah. She talked about how like there's times where you'll just start, you'll know something and you don't know how you know it. And you'll, you'll, right. did do you remember Michael? Honestly, no. <laughs> was I the only one present during that podcast? <laughs> um, but apparently I hear random things in these podcasts anyway that aren't in the podcast. Yeah, this so is true. Know. This is true. Um, I don't know what you're hearing, but it's not what <laughs> I'm hearing. So, <laughs> so like what, what happens is you, you got to, okay, to bring this to a level where people can understand is you look at your computer, you're on your computer. You see a file that you want to download into your computer. You download it. Where did that file just come from? Like, how did it get to your computer? Like, where was it coming from? How did it get there? Like, 
you don't really we don't really understand how it happens, but we trust that it happens because it does. Right. And it's something that we can tangibly see on our computer. Well, the same thing is happening um, with our with our crystals in our brain and the information out in the ether. So um, our higher self. It's the exact same thing, but it's just really hard for us to understand or wrap our heads around it because no one can see it. There's no scientific backing, so to speak, around it to explain it. So it's one of those things where people are like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. (laughs) So, but that actually does happen. And as you start to raise your vibrations and your body starts to move into higher activations, where you're able to take in more information, this is when that receiver crystal becomes activated. Or like Lisa said, the ones above your eyebrows start to tingle and burn and um, get itchy. Like that's how you know. So if anyone out there has been meditating and you feel like you start to get that itchiness over your eyebrows, that's what it actually is. Yeah, my my eyelids have been itchy as well. Mm-hmm. Just my eyebrows and my eyelids. Yeah. Well, it's all very And close. that really happened just a lot right before I started speaking light language. Yeah. I noticed it the most. So I'm a little confused about these crystals in the brain, though. Okay. So, can, I mean, this is something, it's like a pineal gland, like you can see them, or I don't understand. You're going to have to explain this brain crystal thing to me. I'm, I'm the skeptic now. <laughs> I don't know if you can actually see them. Um, I would assume that they're there, whether we have the instrumentation to see them. I don't know that. I can't, I can't tell you that. All I know is that, um, and we haven't got into this because it's um, – it's probably down the road, but light body activation on the eighth level, um, which means as you start to become more consciously um, aware and you're evolving and expanding the way you think and perceive and you start to um, raise your vibration so that you are becoming more tuned into these to the realms that not everyone can see or hear, um, then that at the eighth level of light body activation, they say that your pituitary and pineal gland actually begin to grow and change shape. And as they grow, many people will feel pressure in their head and the brain's actually getting bigger. And so you're going to feel like this cranial expansion, which I got to say doesn't impress me because I have like the biggest head ever. And I'm like, really, does my head need to be any bigger? But, um, yeah, that's apparently what happens. So I can't tell you, unfortunately, um, I, I don't know if they have the instrumenta- instrumentation to actually um, see these crystals, but from what I understand, they do indeed exist. And from my own experience, I feel like they exist because like you, I also get that tingling and itchiness over my eyebrows in those spots and at that hairline spot, I do get that. So something's going on there, and these crystals help explain it. Um, I haven't come across anything else that helps to explain that. So, Michael, what do you think about all this? Um, Now that your coffee's kicked in. Yeah, so 
I guess I'm still going to carry my rock around. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, the thing about it is this, and, and I did a little research too, and and this is something that you cannot prove or debunk. You know what I mean? So it's like it's, right. it's like you can be a skeptic if you want, and you could easily like like call it pseudoscience and call it the power of suggestion and the placebo effect and all that all that stuff. And if but like the, but people say, well, if it works, it works. Like if the placebo effect or the power of suggestion works, it works. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. So I'm like, I'm carrying around my rock with that that thought. Like if it's a if it's something that works for me. Like for like on a subconscious kind of level of giving me like um, a little bit of um, of uh, opti- optimism, then go for it. But uh, it, but this is it very interesting to me in a way because I you know I like to geek out on science too and crystals. Uh, when I was doing my research this week, they said the number one demographic that really believes in crystals are middle-aged, middle-class women. Hmm, what do I know to middle-aged women? Oh, wait, I think I do. <laughs> and so I was like, I was thinking, oh, it's you two. I know. No, well, should I say young age? How about that? Let's go with you for you guys. Whatever for <laughs> So it, it, it's, it's very healing and, and whatnot for them. And if it works for them, go for it. And if I feel like my crystal for some reason uh, gives me a great success, and, and, I, and I'm, I'm the one that loves to give do a lot of giving, uh, meaning like for my personal family, my personal friends, if they're in trouble, if they're, if they need help, it's nice to have, um, uh, some money or whatever that I can do to help them. And so I'm more than happy to keep carrying around, uh, and, and, uh, carrying around the crystal with that thought. I don't know if I can believe everything that both of you are saying just because I haven't experienced a certain level that you guys have experienced. Uh, but, I'm not going to knock people for doing it. I'm not, and I'm not mainly because it'd be casting a rock in a glass house, I guess. <laughs> Get it rock. Um, so I, I'm going to say, I kind of believe it. I'll go with that. But I just, you know, I don't know anything about it other than what I've experienced for myself, you know, as far as, you know, when, Nicole talks about it. And, and that's what, it, and that's exactly what it, it, you need to do, Lisa, or anybody who's listening to this audience or, or in the, this podcast. It's like just, just uh, go out there. It's it's intimidating to go in a crystal shop. As a uh, growing up Catholic, you go in a crystal shop, you feel like, oh, this is probably not good. I probably feel like I'm going to go to hell because it's like and have to go to confession after. Yeah, or like yeah, I'm going to go see a priest afterwards. But like, it, 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 so when I went to the crystal shop with Nicole, it was very overwhelming for me uh and if i went in without nicole i probably would have been lost and probably would have walked out so i guess you got to keep an open mind when you go into a crystal shop well and you bring up a really good point let's talk about it because i want i'd like to talk about metaphysical shops like crystal shops and things like that because there's this when you're kind of new to this whole stuff and you might be trying to dabble it and dabble into it and maybe like you know see what it's all about uh, you have this perception that everything's all good and well when it comes to these kind of shops, and that's actually not the case. Mm. Um, to all our listeners out there, like with anything, there's good things and bad things. And 
you really want to be aware when you're going into certain crystal shops what the energy is because unfortunately there are people out there who will use um use this sort of stuff for uh not so great purposes and um well, this is new tell me like like what do you mean so you know like people depending on where they're at in their conscious evolution they may be becoming becoming at it more from the ego and um and i see this a lot in the spiritual community where there are people who have certain gifts um and they use them to manipulate people or take advantage of people um, in various different ways and this can happen with certain crystal shops or metaphysical shops whatever they are and so i know that um for instance we're here in denver there are shops that uh one of my girlfriends uh she's like i will not go into that shop she goes the energy is really um dark and uh it just no and we have another friend um her name is jessica and she'll actually be on our show um soon she is like our protection queen. Like this girl knows how to protect yourself energetically in all ways, shape or form. And, and she's it's who Lisa and I have learned how to put up our protection energetically. And she went to this store and said, no, don't you dare go near that store. Like that store is not good. And so you kind of have to be wary of what's kind of going on like in the store like if you can kind of just tune in a little bit see how you feel are you getting good vibes are you not like go with your gut uh because if you're not getting good vibes there's probably a reason you want to get the heck out of that store um but that's not all stores so i just wanted to put that out there because there is that that other side to the coin that people need to be aware of and i know that you may a lot of people are like oh it's just hocus pocus it's really nothing like it's all in our heads and like it doesn't really do anything and and that may be the case, but what if it isn't? You don't want to be putting yourself in a situation where just because you can't understand it or see it doesn't mean it's not there. So and when we think back to the episode with Jim, you know, and he had that experience with all those different darker energies um, and he was able to see them, uh, you know, like it's that kind of energy that can be there. Now, when you're going into crystal shops and say you're going to you found a good one and you're gone in there and you see some crystals and you say typically what people do is they, they they pick these crystals up they handle them a lot they look at them they put them back down what people don't understand is that your energy gets put into everything you touch so these crystals are absorbing your energy and anyone else's energy that touch them so when you buy your crystals it's very important to cleanse and clear them when you get home and some shops will actually cleanse and clear them for you before you leave so that all negative energy or anyone else's energy is not in that that crystal anymore uh and that's that's something that um you know because i did that with you michael remember we we um yeah, yeah we we cleared your crystals and stuff uh it's you know, I get it. People are just like, yeah, whatever. I, I, I don't believe it. And I totally understand where you're coming from. If you're of that mind, it makes sense. I, you know, I, I totally get it. But the reality is, is that um, these are living consciousness minerals. Uh, they're the, the plant kingdom and the animal kingdom and the mineral kingdom 
are all conscious kingdoms. So they're taking, they're able to take in all this energy. Um, can I, can I help you out a little bit? Nicole? Yeah, yeah, please do. Uh, because of something I read earlier this week. So that that's going along with what you're talking about. Since we, everything vibrates and that is, that is not debatable. I believe, I believe that because that's science. Uh, everything does vibrate. Uh, and if we go on to what you guys are talking about with vibrations, when you are in positive vibration mode, uh, the, the theory is that it, it will realign your crystal to, to, to be positive energy as well or positive vibrations. Uh, however, if you're in negative energy mode, it will completely counteract the, any kind of positive energy that theoretically the rock would, or not the rock, the crystal would have. So that's why, it, from what I've read, they're saying if you are in a great mood, put your crystal in your dominant hand is what they said. And, and hopefully a lot of that, that positive, it's like refueling your crystal with your positive vibes. But like, don't pick it up when you're in a bad mood, kind of, or pick it up when you're in a bad mood to help get you in a better mood, kind of thing. That's kind of what I've read this week. Is that sounds? Familiar? Yeah, the crystals can absorb the negative energy from you. Um, there's certain crystals that are really you, good for but that. But they also can heal you from the yeah. negative energy too. But you might have to like, you know, get make sure you fuel it back up when you're feeling positive again. Yeah. I think selenite will actually fracture or break around negative thoughts. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, selenite is a really good crystal for clearing your energy field, like any negativity. I've, we've all, like Lisa and I both have selenite wands. And, um, you, you know, sometimes we'll just take the wand and like run it through like over our body, like just to kind of clear out. Plus, it'll, uh, having selenite near your crystals, all your crystals, is really good for um, clearing the energy of all the crystals uh, if they've got, if they've taken on any negative energy. Um, so, that's I least. think the basics are, you know, if anyone is, new, you know, if you're new to it, like, you know, the clear quartz crystal, the rose crystal, amethyst, selenite. I mean, I think those are some of the most popular basic ones. Right. Yeah. Amethyst is the most popular, I think, in quartz, clear quartz crystal, like you said. Um, but clear quartz crystal just enhance, also enhances the other crystals that it's around. Yeah. Yeah, they all do work together. So, yeah, well, we have a question from our audience that came in through email. So, and it actually pertains to this particular podcast. So I thought we could uh, bring it up. Um, Basically, um, this is from Rachel. And she said that a psychic once told her many years ago that there was an energy vein running near her house that went directly under the Denver Museum of Nature and Science. Her home was just one block from the museum. And on a recent visit to this museum, she saw their collection of gems, crystals, and minerals. And so she's curious if there's a connection between this energy vein and the vast amount of crystals there. Is the vein so big because of the crystals? Is there an energy vein or vortex there? And she said, just for our reference, um, when she was living in this house, she was living there with her sons who were 11 and 5, and the little one used to see people in the house that they, her and her husband couldn't see. 
And one time he said a woman was watching him and she had braids and blue hair. Uh, she said also that her oldest son felt like he was being watched when he was in the house. And the psychic told her she felt Native American energy at the home from what felt like a time well before Denver was ever settled. Um, so she just found this all and she doesn't live there anymore. She's they've sold the house back in. Um, I think they just sold the house and they're not there anymore, but she found it interesting. And I guess it, it triggered her when she walked into this museum very recently and saw the crystals and wondered if there was a connection. Lisa, what are your thoughts on that? My immediate reaction is no. I mean, there's museums all over the country that have huge collections of minerals. And I, I don't necessarily know if that affects the neighbor, the neighbors, but I could be wrong. I don't know. So I'm feeling skeptical. No, I, no, that's fine. That's t that's totally fine. But I'm just trying to follow your line of thinking. So you don't think that because there's museums everywhere with crystals that it wouldn't the one close to her house wouldn't affect her house? Well, I mean, I know that obviously there's a lot of energy and consciousness, you know, in those museums that, um, you know, are, are those crystals being charged? I kind of wonder that when I look at them, because, you know, you need the, they need to be charged. And um, so they're just sitting in these cases. I don't know how much it would affect it. I mean, I don't think that that has anything to do with her kids seeing Native Americans in her house or, you know, the energies that are in her house as far as previous souls that live there. Mm -hmm. I would say that, that those are connected at all. Michael? I honestly don't think I should give my opinion because I just don't know enough. That's okay. You can still have an opinion. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 but like, I don't really have an opinion just because I don't know too much on that. I mean, my, my skeptical side said, yeah, uh-huh, whatever, um, if you want to look at it that way. Uh, but if I went full in with what you guys believe, I think I'm on Lisa's side of it. I, I feel like, you know, there's lots of museums and there's lots of, uh, crystal shops is like the surrounding neighborhood, like all of a sudden better for it or whatnot. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think so. So, well, I, um, I don't know I don't necessarily think that the vein is a result of the crystals in the museum, but I would say that the crystals may be enhancing this energy vein or vortex near her house, which the psychic said. Now, it's really interesting that this question came through because last weekend, um, a good friend of ours, uh, her aunt who channels, uh, came to my house and um, I have a clear quartz crystal skull. And the reason why I got this clear quartz crystal skull is because it came to me in a dream and um, I saw it and was given to me as a gift. And I was, after explaining this to a very psychic friend of mine, she told me that I'm actually supposed to go and get one to anchor in energy. So I was like, okay, sure, I can do that. And I didn't actually really know much about crystal skulls at the time. I'd seen them. Um, and so... I had my crystal skull out when my friend's aunt was over at my house and... Wait, 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 wait. I have to interject. He has a name. You should call him by his name. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> for What's listening... going on here? <laughs> <laughs> the crystal skull has a name. His so... name oh, oh. <laughs> okay. 
So for all our listening audience who, for the last remaining 5%, who probably think I haven't, yeah, who haven't think I've completely lost it, you're probably going to think I've lost it at this point. So, um, Nicole, we love you. (laughs) I represent that really like. You lost it many months ago, but I still love you. Okay. So they say that um, the skull crystal skulls are carved that way. So you get a piece of crystal and whoever works with it carves it into a crystal skull um, and it contains certain frequencies once that skull is kind of shaped. And it happens when the eyes are carved into the skull and it creates a unique energy field um, that is kind of to some degree compared to the collective consciousness of humanity. Now, um, when you, I've, from what I've read through numerous um, places and through speaking to various different people, that when you get a crystal skull, that you are, it, each one holds its own consciousness. And so it also has a name and you can find that out through meditation. And so the first thing I did after I cleansed and cleared my crystal and charged it with my energy is I sat in meditation with it and a name instantly came to me. And apparently my crystal skull name is Eli. So Eli was sitting out in my family room, (laughs) in my living area, when my friend's aunt came over um, and we all sat, she wanted to see the crystal because she, uh, there's there's an energetic connection between her and my crystal and myself. Uh, because she actually was brought into my meditation and I was told to communicate with her with this crystal. So she finally was like, I want to see your crystal. So she came over and we're sitting in the house and she was instantly um, blown away by the intensity of the energy of this crystal. And I think, Lisa, you felt it because Eli came with us to the solar eclipse. (laughs) He did. He even put his solar eclipse glasses on. I know. We've got a picture. Wait, 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 wait. He watched it. <laughs> you brought your crystal skull with you to see the eclipse. Yeah. And yes. you put did you not did you put the protective glasses over the crystal skull? Lisa did yes. for a picture. Oh my goodness, you guys have lost it, both of you. <laughs> Lisa did it as a joke. We weren't doing it um because we're not that completely far gone. Um so anyway, as she was there, she kind of was going into channeling. And she said that um there was an energy vortex around the house and that there was Native American um, energy strong of um, a chief, uh, a chief from the mountains. He's like the mountain chief or something. And he was kind of watching over the area uh, and there's strong energy here. Oh, that's Boulder, not Chief Naiwat. And um, she said some other things, but she also got a message from Eli um, and it was kind of funny the way it came through was she couldn't hear me because my friend um, was sitting beside me and I kind of like re- whispered over to her. I go, I think I'm going to bring him to the eclipse. And all of a sudden she, her aunt goes, see you at the eclipse, girls. And I was just like, what? <laughs> that was really weird. And uh, like, you know, our my friend just looked at me and are like, oh. Okay, so Eli's coming to the eclipse. 
Yeah, so he came. So that's why um, I brought. Has he come to you in your meditation yet and told you how much he enjoyed the eclipse and seeing the corona and all that? (laughs) No, we haven't had a conversation about that. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yeah, this is getting a little weird. Um, But (laughs) it's interesting, though, because she brought up the um, Native American energy um, in the house here um, in Denver and this woman Rachel who emailed us um, felt the um, Native American energy near her house so I don't know I don't know um, I definitely believe that if her child what her children saw was there uh, because yeah. children have that ability to see things because they're not um, they're not yet programmed the way we are to disbelieve everything that we see and just write it off as imagination or what have you. Um, th- th- I believe that. I mean, I believe that, that in all those things, I just don't necessarily think that it, it has a lot to do with the museum unless what it's like what you said, maybe, you know, it's in, it's enhancing the energies. I could, yeah, I don't think that they're tied in. I don't think that they're like one's creating the other. I just feel like perhaps the the energy vein or whatever that the psychic is saying is there may be enhanced by all the crystals close by. But um, it's that's a really hard one to really go into. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not that versed on it. So, and I'm I'm definitely not a psychic. So. And we're not experts in crystals by any means, so. Yeah, yeah. So, but that was a question that came in. So thank you, Rachel, for sending that in. And to our listening audience, you know, if you do have any questions, you can send them into our email, info at enlightenup.us. And we're happy to get those on the show and answer them in any of our podcasts. And they can be about anything. And if we find that the topic is relatable, we'll bring them in. Or if we see your question and we think it's really good, we may make a topic right around that question. So, um Keep that in mind to all of our listeners. Or if there's anything you want us to talk about, let us know. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, we told people that they need to cleanse and clear their crystals when they get them. Should we tell them how to do that? Because maybe people are just going to throw them in some soapy water and think that that's what you do. I don't know. There's a lot of different ways to do it, but Himalayan salt is one way to set them in water with Himalayan salt and to also let the sun charge them and the moon. Yeah, when you get your crystals and it's a full moon out, put your crystals out that night. They love, they the energy of the moon recharges them. Uh, so that's definitely something. If you've got crystals and you're not doing that, that's something um, that you can do. Um, you can also, if you're into smudging uh, and if you know how to smudge, uh, there is, um, what happens is you'll take, uh, resin or incense and, um, you place it over a charcoal, um, piece that you've lit and it heats up the resin to give off like the, um, the smoke. And what you do is usually what you'll see is people will have a feather and to blow the smoke, um, in a certain direction. And what you'll do is you'll do that to your crystals. So you'll, you'll using a feather or, you know, even if it's not a feather, a hand or a piece of paper to wave it. Um, you're, you're basically just saying, I'm cleansing and clearing this crystal of all negative energy. 
um, and all energy that will not serve me to my highest good. And so you just do that around the crystal for a little bit of time, not, not very long, just like, you know, 10, 30 seconds. And, um, and then Um, once you've done that, don't forget that part. Pardon? Transmuting the energy. We want to leave any negative energy lying around. Yeah. You can ask for the energies to be transmuted into a higher frequency. Um, you know, whatever frequency you, you want to choose, unconditional love, forgiveness, gratitude, whatever. And um, then what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to hold your crystal in your hand and ask that the crystal be charged with your energy. And you just hold it there for whatever feels right for you, and then it's done. Um, Michael, what are you thinking I, right now? <laughs> I just put mine in the dishwasher, so it's all cool after that. Great. <laughs> You know, I think that this topic is a lot like all the other topics that we have, that it really comes down to what feels right to you and it's faith. Because it's obviously there's no science based, you know, for whether you have crystals in your brain or, you know, whether these things are giving off energy or, you know, and everybody has a different experience. So, you know, I don't think it's about, you know, it's like, do you believe in God? You know, can we prove he's there? So, it just you have to do what feels right for you. And when you go into these crystal shops, you know, you're just, sometimes you're just drawn to certain things or maybe you don't feel good and you want to leave and you don't like anything. But whatever just feels right for you, you'll know. Don't force it upon yourself or feel like something magical is supposed to happen because you're holding this rock. You know, it's just... I, I so agree with you, Lisa. It's like, people ask me lots of times in my life and I'm sure you guys too, do you like, do you believe in God? I'm like, yeah, of course. And they're like, really? I'm like, why would I not? What's the advantage of not believing in God? I feel like it's depressing not to believe in a, in a higher force, you know? And, uh, and like the intimidation, the intimidation of walking into a crystal shop the first time with, with, uh, with Nicole, it felt like the scene from that Indiana Jones movie when he had to pick the right chalice to drink out of. Oh, and, yeah. And you're like, oh, if I pick wrong, I'm going to be screwed. <laughs> Which is like, I don't think that that's the type of pressure that you're supposed to have when you're, when you're doing that. And I guess I just, I do believe what you just said, where it's like, if something's drawn to you, if you're drawn to something, go for it. Yeah, if it just feels right. In fact, um, Nicole and I went into a crystal shop a few months ago, and uh, um, I was actually looking for a book, a crystal book. So, you know, we were walking around and went back to the, the book section, and I picked up a book, and it was just really, when I picked up the book, I almost dropped it, and as I went to, like, catch it, it opened up um, to a page, and I just knew immediately, like, that that wasn't an accident. Like, that it was just trying to tell me that that's the crystal that I should get. And it was Larimar. And I started reading about it. And um, Larimar brings a lot of feminine energy in and um, very soothing stone. But as I was reading about it, I just looked at Nicole and I'm like, well, I, now I know I'm, you know, now I know which crystal I'm supposed to get. You know, it's just, if you just paid, like we've talked about in all the other podcast you know just paying attention um to little things like that um, <laughs> the timing <laughs> of your computer is really interesting <laughs> i just got a text but you know when you hear a bell an angel got its wings right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something like that but um 
Yeah. So, I mean, you just have to do what's right for you and what feels right for you. And, you know, Nicole was talking about the, um, maybe people open these crystal shops for the wrong reasons because they're maybe preying on people who, um, you know, their energy and people who are new to this stuff and kind of coming in, you know, to me, that's no different than the people that go to church, you know, that it's supposed to be a sacred place where you find God, but that's where, you know, they say, you know, the devil likes to hang out, right? Because, um, you know, he knows that there's... Like the false preacher. You're talking about the false preacher. Yes. Yeah, that's just basically there for the money and trying to manipulate people into that. The deceivers. Not necessarily the preacher, but just, you know, people that... this This is probably a really bad analogy, but it's like pedophiles who, you know, hang around places where kids are. You know, it's just like you're going to, if whether at a crystal shop or a church or whatever, you just, you know, you have to just be careful and you have to use that discernment. And, you know, if you have a funny feeling in your stomach or something just doesn't feel right, you know, you don't need to, you don't need to analyze, you don't need to, the ego doesn't need to have to be able to explain it. If it just doesn't feel right, then don't do it. You know, and if it feels right, do it. I mean, I just think that that's something that we, don't pay attention to all the time and your gut is normally right or you have that little voice in your head that says something you know don't just push it aside and just say oh you know this is it's just a crystal shop everything's fine you know just listen to it listen to yourself i think that's the most important thing when it comes to all of this stuff is just do what feels right to you yeah that's my two cents and if you don't, if none of this resonates with you, that's cool too. You know, like um, it's not for everyone. Um, to our listening audience, Lisa and I are taking a road trip out to Arkansas in a few weeks. And so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be creating some video diaries of what's happening when we're out there. We may even go mining for crystals because you can do that there. Um, and we're going we're, we're gonna to be doing this through YouTube. And so if you want to go to our YouTube channel and lighten up uh, and subscribe to our channel, because what we may do is live videos through YouTube of what's actually happening in the moment. And uh, nothing may happen or something may happen. We don't know, but we're going to go there and we're just going to go with the flow and see what happens. We're totally road tripping it in a van that's kit out with mattress and a little mini kitchen and we're gonna live in it for three or four days and just go out there into the mountains near Eureka Springs and um see what uh see what little adventures come our way yeah yeah actually that actually kind of sounds fun off isn't it (laughs) all right so good job so that's our little episode on crystals and I'm pretty sure uh, 95% of our audience thinks I'm a complete quack now. But uh, thanks for listening in. If you like the show and you um, want to let us know how we're doing, please leave us a review on iTunes. Or if you want to keep updated on our episodes coming out, if you're new to the show, please subscribe to us in iTunes. And uh, if you need any more information, you can go to our website, uh, enlightenup.us. And uh, of course, we are on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, You can go over to those to get any updates um, throughout the week 
um, in between episodes and uh, what might be coming up and any little uh, links to articles that may be helpful to further enhance what we've talked about uh, in the episodes. So thanks for tuning in. We will see you guys next time. Michael, Lisa, it's always a pleasure. Love you both. Love you too, Nicole. I don't think you're quack. <laughs> you already know my opinion on that, Nicole. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll te- check you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.